Sometimes you're the hammer and sometimes you're the nail. On a night when Sal Romano, Ian Kennedy, and James Shields pitched like they did last night, I'm okay with being the nail. Heath Cummings here with Mike McClure. It's the Sportsline DFS Podcast. There's only one way to recover from a night last like last night. Stack against the same bad pitcher that's been overperforming all year long. Tonight, Matt Boyd implodes. I know that you're right about this. Uh, last night, we just got to forget that. I mean, look, those three guys should never be near the top starting pitchers, and they, that was just that's just not going to happen again. We're going to pick on Matt Boyd. I think you're right here. He's going to implode, and you know I love picking on I love using the Minnesota Twins against left-handed pitching. So from last night's top pitchers to tonight's top stacks, the New York Yankees implied for five. Point five runs. The Indians, Reds, and Cardinals all at five runs. My contrarian stack, as I've already told you, the Minnesota Twins against Matt Boyd, Brian Dozier, all of the Brian Dozier. There's only one guy that might keep me from playing Brian Dozier in every lineup. We'll talk about him in a little bit. Who is your favorite stack, though, Mike? I mean, look, if I have the salary cap, I think it's going to be the Yankees. I mean, they're. I think it's a really good matchup for them at home. Uh, you know, so, you know, salary cap aside, it's got to be the New York Yankees. After that, my second favorite stack, I'm right there with you on the Twins. Uh, I think I prefer them number two, even over some of these other teams that have an applied total of five runs or above. Very little BVP of consequence tonight. We do have James McCann, five for 11, with four extra base hits and two dongs against Jose Barrios. We have the aforementioned Brian Dozier, 1238 OPS, three dongs in 35 plate appearances against Matt Boyd. And then just almost an auto play on DraftKings tonight, Robbie Grossman, 1102 OPS, two dongs in 28 plate appearances against Boyd. He hits lefties well, and he's just $2,700 tonight on DraftKings. Yeah, it's very interesting. He wasn't in the lineup yesterday against a lefty, so that was really concerning for me. But I do expect him to be back and in that lineup today. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Robbie Grossman is going to be basically your free square on probably both sites tonight, to be honest with you. Nobody donged last night. I'm going right back to Mike Moustakis, going up against Tyler Malley, giving up, much like Sal Romano, an OP, a, a WOBA, not an OPS, a WOBA over 400 and a hard contact rate of 46% to left-handed hitters. Give me a Moose dong tonight. I, I love Moose. Uh, no way the Royals are going to be as poor as they were last night tonight. Uh, I'm going to go with Bryce Harper. Really bold call, Bryce Harper on the road. Uh, look, the Nationals are getting the uh, league shift, nice park shift, and he's facing Sonny Gray. And Bryce Harper maybe wants to be a New York Yankee, maybe doesn't. I don't know. He loves the drama. He loves the big stage. And Bryce Harper is going to Dongtown at Yankee Stadium. I am extremely disappointed in you, Mike. Bryce Harper, great pick, obviously, at Yankee Stadium. I was expecting to hear a little bit about the revenge narrative after he got hit yesterday. Ah, He's over that. That's over. <laughs> so Adam is going with Aaron Judge. Chris with us on the Matt Boyd uh, skepticism. He's going with Miguel Sano at just $3,900. I do think it's interesting between Harper and Judge. Harper's facing a bad pitcher. Judge may, is facing a worse pitcher. He's $5,500. i am not sure on DraftKings you have to decide. I've already built a lineup with Bryce Harper and Aaron Judge tonight. Yeah, I don't think that you're really going to have to pick. I mean, look, for you, we know your criteria on Judge versus Stanton. Yes. I think it, 
it's really Judge versus Stanton is the question for me. I'm going to have Harper in there. I'm going to play either Judge or Stanton. So I think that's really the question and the decision that you have to make on DraftKings tonight. And we will talk more about that later. The, one of the reasons we can do that is because there are some mid-ranged price pitchers Mike and I both love on this slate. First, let's talk about the aces, though. Garrett Cole, over $13,000 against Mike McClure's Oakland Athletics. Jose Barrios, Trevor Bauer, both over 11000 Are you playing either of them, any of them? Uh, probably not. I mean, look, I might build one lineup there, but it certainly isn't going to be like my core group of lineups tonight. Uh, at 13-2, you know, we just talked about how we want Bryce Harper. We want one of the Twin Towers there for those, uh, the Yankees. We really, like, we want Dozier. We want Moustakis. Like, you just can't do that with Garrett Cole tonight. Uh, and there's so many mid-range pitchers here that I, I think that you really, it's going to be very difficult to pay up for Garrett Cole. One of the difficulties I have with this slate is the guy not knowing about anything that's going on other than how he has pitched this year, who he is facing. The guy that I think would be my top starting pitcher is Kent Maeda, 9,400 at home against the Texas Rangers without a designated hitter. But do we trust Maeda in his first start back off the deal? I don't think so. I'm not going to, I'm personally, I'm not going to be interested in paying up that much for him because he doesn't project much better than, you know, three to four of the guys in the seven to $8,000 range that I like. Uh, so I'll probably just take a wait and see approach. I mean, I'll definitely be watching and, and taking notes there and seeing what we see from Maeda, but I don't think it's worth the risk because of the price point. Let's get to the pitchers we do want to play. Mike Contrarian starting pitcher is also one of Mike's top two starting pitchers. It's Nick Pavetta against the Colorado Rockies. Pavetta's had a couple of Rocky outings recently, but he has a 2.945 this year, a 3.32 Sierra, and he's just $7,500 facing a Rockies offense that has a 291 Woba, 25th in baseball on the road. Yeah, they are not good away from Coors Field. Uh, Nick Pavetta, average exit velocity against 86 miles per hour in his last 15 days, last two starts. Um, that's the best on the slate by a pretty good margin, over two miles per hour, uh, which is significant. Uh, line drive rate of only 14%, ground ball rate over 50%, less than 30% hard contact. Uh, I love everything that I see with Nick Pavetta, and you mentioned the Woba numbers for the Rockies there. Uh, Pavetta's got to be one of my top two pitchers tonight. Now, your second pitcher that you're planning on playing on DraftKings with Pavetta kind of tells a different story. Yeah, there's a little bit of a different story going there. So there are some pretty glaring red flags, I would say. Um, if you look at average exit velocity against for Luke Weaver in his last two starts, it's at 95 miles per hour and an average batted ball distance of 250 feet. Uh, those are near the bottom on this slate. Uh, the hard contact at 40% is pretty concerning. However, he does have a very nice pitching environment. The matchup is great against the Padres. And the price point is even better on both sites. Uh, he does carry a pretty decent implied win probability. So I'm going to be kind of ignoring some of those red flags. Um, and I'm going to be playing Luke Weaver as one of my top two pitchers. So on DraftKings, we'll start with Pavetta, Weaver, Dozier, Moustakas. Or I said Dozier. You said you're playing him in every lineup. We're going to start with Dozier, Moustakas, and Bryce Harper. Before we get to the rest of the hitters, there are a couple other cheap starting pitchers that I think are at least kind of interesting. I mean, people, a lot of people are going to play Matt Boyd at his price. I, I probably won't. I may have one Matt Boyd lineup, 
just as a safeguard. But Andrew Suarez, Giants rookie against the Marlins. Do you have any interest in Suarez? I do. He's actually the third starting pitcher uh, that I have tonight on DraftKings. So I, I'm taking a pretty clear stance on I'm not paying up for Bauer or Cole. Uh, I don't want to play Maeda just because it's the first start back and kind of in the mid-range there. Uh, so, yeah, my three at this point in the day, my three highest owned pitchers on DraftKings, it's going to be uh, Luke Weaver, Nick Pavetta and Andrew Suarez as my top three. Hey, can what I can I jump night. in and ask Mike McClure a question? Yes. I want up? Mike, I want you to rank these three things, how much they matter to you when evaluating a player for DFS. One, okay. one is BVP. Two, revenge game. Three, pitching in his hometown. Hmm. If it's not Steven Strasburg, I would say pitching in his hometown is number one. Revenge game two, BVP is probably <laughs> significantly lower. There's got to be several other meaningless factors in there before BVP. Uh, do you know who's pitching in his hometown tonight? Uh, I do not at this point. Who is it? Andrew Suarez. Ooh, yeah. Give him a little bump up. He might pass Luke Weaver in a couple lineups. <laughs> Thank you there we that. go. You're very welcome. <laughs> Glad I could add, contribute, guys. Add that to the model. Take that for data. Isn't that the uh, <laughs> the saying? Okay, so on FanDuel, Pavetta eight thousand dollars. Weaver is sixty seven. Suarez is sixty eight. Do we want to start the FanDuel lineup off with Luke Weaver? Uh, I think that we probably do. It's um. You know, you get to save a little bit of money there, but really, you know, when it comes to a site like FanDuel, you get one pitcher. We really do want to try to get the win. Uh, and not that I think you should ever blindly follow what happens in Vegas and what is said there, but he's a minus 190 plus favorite. Uh, that gives him a pretty significant implied win probability, yeah, you know, for a baseball game here. So I do think that because you get one pitcher and we want that win, I think that at 6,700, Luke Weaver's the guy you should start building with. Okay, let's move on to hitters. At catcher, I, you know, I, I refresh this list every day of the top three or four options at each position. Catcher didn't change from yesterday. It's Yadi Molina, it's Tucker Barnhart, it's Salvador Perez. Who is your favorite catcher? Yeah, I mean, look, there's only one other, I guess two names. You, you didn't mention Mitch Garver, who I always mention against left-handed Forgot. Pitching. Sorry, Mitch Garver. Yes, Mitch yeah. Garver. Mitch Garver's always my default punt, 2,700 uh, against Matt Boyd, the lefty. Uh, but other than that, I like Barnhart. I like Salvador Perez a lot, like you said. Um, I'm a little lower on Yadier Molina than those other two. And then I think you can mention Gary Sanchez because at 4,100, you know, there's a massive difference from when we see Gary Sanchez at 46, 4,700 to 4,100. Uh, when you get him there at 4,100, he's becoming really close to, I won't say must-play status because we mentioned so many names. But, the you know, it's not as absurd to plug him in at 4,100 in this spot. Well, let's leave catcher open then. See if we have enough money for Sanchez. If not, we'll probably drop down to Barnhart or Mitch Garver. Let's go to first base, and first base is absolutely loaded tonight. Jose Martinez against a lefty. Greg Bird and Neil Walker at home against a bad starting pitcher. Edwin Encarnacion, the Indians are going to score again at some point. Joey Votto, and yes, Yonder Alonso. Who, who's your favorite first baseman, and did I miss anybody? Yeah, so my favorite first baseman is Joey Votto at this point in the day. Uh, I really want to pick on Jason Hamill as much as I can. Um, you know, the only knock on Votto is he really, the hard contact rate this season and recently hasn't been great. That's because he's uh, holding the bat halfway up. 
Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I I won't argue with that. Uh, but look, it's a good hitting environment for him. I actually have this as a boost in the model, even though he's on the road and playing outside of Great American Ballpark, uh, just because they're getting the uh, the designated hitter in the league shift. Uh, it's very warm in Kansas City, so Votto's number one. Um, I also, you know, look in terms of value if we're talking on DraftKings. I think Carlos Santana is someone that we should look at. Uh, only 3,800 switch hitter, but he's going to have the, you know, so he's going to carry the platoon advantage throughout the game. I don't think anyone's going to be talking about him. Uh, and then finally, Miguel Sano, Chris Towers, Dong Chasers pick. He's available at first base or third on DraftKings. I like the idea of being able to play Miguel Sano and Mike Moustakis in the same lineup. I do like that a lot. Let's start with Votto on both FanDuel and DraftKings. Only 4,300 over on FanDuel. The only thing I'll say about Votto that I noticed last night and something from his history, he's talked about how he goes months at a time just deciding to work on one thing in the middle of the season and then setting pitchers up for what he's going to do later. What he's trying to do right now is just put the ball in play to the opposite field, it looks like. Yeah, I mean, he's putting it in play, and, you know, that does hurt our upside in terms of home run. Uh, but, you know, look, anytime a guy's actually going to get on base, uh, he's still scoring fantasy points, so I'm not super worried about it. Like I said, it is worth noting that you probably are losing some home run upside if he's really working on that right now. But I, I don't think it's enough to, like, take me off of him in DFS. There's only one thing I want to say about second base other than we want to play Brian Dozier everywhere, and that is Jed Jerko. Jerko is dirt cheap. He should be in the lineup against a lefty, Eric Lauer. His numbers against lefties so far this year, 531 Woba, 43% hard contact rate, and he's 3,400 on DraftKings. Yes, I love me some Jed Jerko. And uh, while we're talking about revenge narratives with Adam, uh, always a revenge narrative for Jerko against the Padres. So I do like that. Um but yeah, Jed Jerko absolutely crushes left-handed pitching. I mean, I think that that's probably the primary reason the Cardinals even picked him up in the first place. Uh, so I, I love Jerko. I do think that if I'm not playing Dozier, I would probably play Jed Jerko. Well, what I might do, because I'm going to play mostly Mike Moustakas at third base tonight, I may have a lineup where I play Moose and Jerko and then a lineup where I play Dozier and Jerko. Yes, and if you're playing over on FanDuel, you should be able to play all three. And Jerko's price on FanDuel, 2700 We're going to go ahead and lock him into the utility over there because we need some players under 2800 which is how much we have remaining per player. Uh, Jose Ramirez, I also think, is another guy. I, I would not shy away from building at least one Indian stack tonight. I know people are frustrated with their performance over the last two nights, but they're facing another bad pitcher in Dylan Covey. Yeah, so Kobe is very interesting. He's uh, he's bad. He's been very good recently. Uh, he's got good numbers right now in terms of average exit velocity against. Um, so what I'm going to say about Dylan Kobe and stacking the Indians is identical to how I view the Luke Weaver situation tonight. It makes a ton of sense. There are some obvious red flags, though, on both sides with recent performances. Um, so I, I think it's one that you can honestly probably play both sides if you wanted to. But I think that the red flags are going to be such that they cause people to really avoid those situations. So you're right. I will have another Indian stack tonight for sure on both sides. I'm going to need you to find me a shortstop on FanDuel because the two shortstops I had in mind tonight, Didi Gregorius, Francisco Lindor, they are not going to fit. Didi's 4,100 on DraftKings coming off the double dong last night. Fits in just fine on DraftKings unless there's somebody you like better. Who do you like on FanDuel tonight though for cheap? 
So on FanDuel, you know, we, we've got the option that we said yesterday. And then, of course, Ned pulls his Alcides out of the two hole. So that doesn't really help us much. Um, the other option, uh, Scott Kingry for the Philadelphia Phillies. 2,400 uh, against Tyler Anderson is going to have the platoon advantage. He's the punt option. He should hit fifth or sixth in that lineup tonight. Um, also, Jose Peraza probably hitting down eighth. Uh, don't love it. Don't hate it because he is on the road and they're getting that DH in there. So it's the equivalent of him hitting fifth probably if they're playing at home um, at, at 3,000. But, yeah, other than that, there's not a ton of value out there. So I think Scott Kingery is probably the guy if we have to punt. So here's what we're looking at. On FanDuel, we've got Weaver, Votto, Dozier, Moustakas, Kingery, Harper, Jed Jerko in the utility. We have $3,050, so basically $6,100 for two outfielders. That's going to keep us from playing Judge or Stanton in this lineup with Harper. Who are your favorite mid-range outfielders? Uh, I mean, the first guy I'm looking at, if I can get him, is probably Scott Scott Shebler again. Uh, I like the Reds. I want to pick on Jason Hamill, so I do think that he's probably number one at 34. Uh, if we do that, we're going to need some other value. Uh, but I think if we did that, we could maybe play Robbie Grossman. Yeah, we can play Robbie Grossman. 2,600 on FanDuel. He's already locked into the DraftKings lineup at 2,700. So the FanDuel lineup before we get over there, Weaver, Votto, Dozier, Moustakas, Kingery, Harper, Shebler, Grossman, Jerko. I do like that lineup a lot. On DraftKings, Weaver and Pavetta are starting pitchers. We have Votto, Dozier, Moustakas, Didi in the infield. Harper and Grossman so far in the outfield. I think we can pretty much play whoever we want and Gary Sanchez. If you lock Sanchez in at catcher, that leaves 5,700 for an outfielder. I think I think you prefer Giancarlo tonight, but when you have enough money for either, is that still the case? Uh, when you have enough money for either, I, I don't think it's, uh, you know, I, I don't think you could go wrong. Um, you know, it just depends on if you want to leave the salary or don't. I, I view them literally identically tonight uh, between Judge and Stanton. You know, I, I pref- the model prefers Stanton just slightly because of value, because of the price point. Uh, but when you're not looking at price and just looking at raw fantasy point projection there, they're identical. Um, well, then let's so use really... let's use the uh, Heath Cummings method as the tiebreaker. Aaron Judge against righties, Giancarlo Stanton against lefties. Yeah, I mean, look, I think that's a very fair, fair argument. And, you know, the other argument that I would make there is, uh, you know, depending on the lineup, I believe that Judge should be hitting in front of Stanton tonight. Right. So we might as well, if you have the extra salary, you should have, you know, always maximize the number of plate appearances. So the DraftKings lineup is Weaver, Pavetta, Sanchez, Votto, Dozier, Moustakas, Didi, Grossman, Harper, and Aaron Judge. And of course, if you're looking for Mike's optimal lineup, you can get that about 30 minutes before lock over on sportsline.com. You can also get my contrarian lineup. My contrarian, top contrarian plays are already up. They're all in our either DraftKings or FanDuel lineup, one or the other. And if you don't have a membership yet, you can get one for just $1 for the first month. It's the promo code DFSPODCAST. 